Hey guys, welcome back to Hustlers Daily. This is your host Ashna and I present you with the stories of unheard hustlers of India every week on this podcast. Today's guest is someone who is admired deeply in the startup industry. He left his comfortable job in US and came back to India to do something of his own. The company which started small is now doing 100 million worth of sale annually and I am sure the startup community has a lot to learn from him so without further delay please welcome sujayat ali from vuni hi sujayat hi ashna thanks for having me hi guys hi so how's the big win for you sujayat yeah, this this week has been fantastic this has been a very good week for me nice so you have been with vuni since the start right you led the foundation for vuni how's the experience yes yes so i started it back in uh, 2013 so it has been uh, close to 7 years now Uh, yeah so um, so yes yeah, so, so the journey has been great uh, uh, there has been a uh, lot of ups and downs it has been a roller coaster ride but uh, it has been very exciting so i think uh, any job will will not give you the excitement that running a startup gives you yeah that that i agree totally so uh, you with uh, visa as well as amazon and you had a very nice job very comfortable job what made you quit that job and start bunik uh, from from nowhere yeah so uh, i work for probably like more than uh, close to 7 years at amazon as a product manager Mm-hmm. Amazon, Amazon is a very entrepreneurial company, so I got to lead some of the products uh, without uh, much intervention, and mm-hmm. I was design and uh, take it to market. So they were very exciting. Still, uh, I always felt like things could have been much better. Hello. If, yeah, uh, I felt that things could have been much better if we didn't. Hello. Have, yeah. So uh, I worked at Amazon for uh, close to seven years, and uh, Amazon is a very entrepreneurial company. So. Uh, i had a good time there like i was uh, leading uh, products i was de- uh, taking it from design to launch i had the mm-hmm. complete active and responsibility so it was very good mm-hmm. uh, but i always had a feeling that things could have been much better if uh, uh, there has been lesser bureaucratic layers than what were there so i always mm-hmm. felt like my ha- my hands were tied and uh, we were not really realizing the potential that the products had after mm-hmm. i moved to visa it was a short stint of one and a half years there mm-hmm. things were pretty much um, very slow for me and uh, i was kind of thinking like maybe this is the time for me to uh, do something on my own and uh, uh, risk was less and i was also in uh, us the bay area and i was looking to come back to india it was mm-hmm. an opportunity for me to like come back to india and also be Uh, close to my uh, parents and family at the same time like i can try my hands at something and it was a low risk uh, thing for me because worst case i can always go back to job mhm yeah so so yeah so that's how i got started with vunik uh, and this problem was also very like uh, something which was very interesting for me because i always felt like uh, i i i am not dressed up properly and mm-hmm. independent like uh, buying very costly brands or spending more money that mm-hmm. wouldn't him and uh, i was always fascinated that hey what if i created a system which uses machine learning and uh, artificial intelligence to mm-hmm. kind of uh, match what kind of dressing will suit uh, what kind of person so i mm-hmm. think i think uh, 
that problem uh, was also exciting to me so it it all came together and uh, i was able to start punik great so uh, sujayat leaving a comfortable job uh, especially in the bay area like people uh, today also uh, think about going to bay area and settling there uh, and you came back to india like after leaving a very comfortable job it's a, it's very uh, commendable thing to do but what why uh, women's fashion you started with women's fashion with bunik why yeah so uh, when we started the idea was the same which is basically use uh, machine learning to kind of understand the customers and understand mm-hmm. the products and recommend the right products to the right users and mm-hmm. we, uh, uh, in our initial customer validation stage we felt mm-hmm. that uh, women were much more uh, women this this problem was much more pronounced for women versus men mm-hmm. so uh, and given us given that we are a very small startup we had to focus on one segment it is not okay. possible for us to do both so uh, so we decided to go after uh, women's fashion um, and uh, at that time like also the existing uh, fashion uh, destinations were more focused on men that also gave us an opportunity to go after women who were like underrepresented at that time mhm nice uh, so what was what were the initial challenges which you faced while starting bunik Yeah, so for the initial year, it was pretty much funded by me and my co-founder. Uh, yeah, so we didn't have any uh, uh, VC funding. So mm-hmm. uh, and we were unsure where this will go. So initially, it was a big challenge for us to recruit people uh, because we couldn't pay a good salary. They have to just uh, come and be part of the team to realize the vision. And uh, mm-hmm. it was also and uh, given that I moved from uh, US. i didn't have a lot of contacts so mm-hmm. it was very difficult for me to get my first round of funding in fact i participated in a reality show like, pretty much like shark tank called mm-hmm. pitch and i won that show and that's how i got my seed round if not for that i didn't know how i could have got my seed round it was around uh, 2.5 crores of seed round so oh, wow so that's how i had to get my first break uh, because i didn't have any connections i didn't have any contacts and uh, uh the money that i and my co-founder had run out after one year so the seed round came at the right time nice so uh, do you think luck favored you yeah i always believe that uh, if someone says uh, some they don't believe in luck i think uh, that's that's not right uh, luck is a big part uh, in terms of uh, everyone's life but i think the key is uh, sticking around for a very long time uh, mm-hmm. unless you get lucky most of them like kind of uh, give up too early so i kind of uh, started in 2013 jan and for almost like 14 months i was uh, sticking around without funding uh, till i got my seed round and even post that like uh, it took me another uh, year to get to the series a and uh, there had been a, there have been a lot of difficult situations and uh, my uh, learning has been like just stick around and uh, something will uh, turn positive something good will happen so you just have to stick around and uh, be hopeful so how were your initial days like uh, what did you do did you work 14 or 16 hours a day every day uh, in your in- initial years uh, not exactly so uh, so even when i started me my uh, my initial team my co-founder everyone were married and we all had kids so it's mm-hmm. not uh, so we decided that it 
we are not going to do anything at the expense of our family so probably you would have spent around like 9 10 hours a day um, but we made sure to come early uh, so that like we are able to return um, uh, to the family uh, in the late evening and mm-hmm. uh, we did work on saturdays as well which was one change uh, while on the corporate uh, mostly we work for 5 days a week but uh, other than that mm-hmm. uh, i think uh, working time wise we made sure that uh, we uh, did have time for family mm-hmm. also once we got our uh, investment we made saturday also off because we thought like uh, for us to be productive it is very important that we spend more quality time than just uh, the amount of time nice so uh, what are some specific roadblocks to watch out for yeah so one is i think uh, you will meet a lot of naysayers there will be like tens or if not like uh, hundreds of naysayers who will kind of tell you that it won't work i mm. did meet a lot of smart people very very smart and intelligent folks who told me that this is not going to work out uh, there is no market for this there is huge competition it requires a lot of funding so mm-hmm. when you start something i think uh, you have to start with a lot of conviction that even if 100 people say no you would be able to uh, go on with your journey without worrying about uh, the naysayers that is mm-hmm. that is one uh, one thing that you have to be aware of second always plan the finances because uh, i see a lot of startup uh, entrepreneurs shut down because uh, they didn't uh, anticipate well enough on how much money they would need and how they are spending and where they would end up so uh, always have a plan for next 6 months how you are going to Uh, fund those six months, especially if you are losing money, if you are not making profit, so that can kill. And third, mm-hmm. uh, always like f- focus, right? So we focused only on women. Even within women, we focused only on uh, affordable uh, fashion and not on uh, uh, all price ranges. And mm-hmm. we focused only on uh, unbranded items, not unbranded items. So it's very important that we focus and uh, conquer a niche before we move on to other segments. if mm-hmm. not we will just spread thin and uh, that is another reason why a lot of uh, startups uh, shut down true that's that's true uh, we should focus only on one thing in the start so sujayat uh, when somebody is starting up do you think uh, they have ma- mainly two options one is to uh, ma- three options let's say so one is to go for loans from the bank the other one is to uh, self fund it and the third one is to avail vc funding so uh, what do you think is the most ideal thing to do yeah i think uh, initial days it is probably important to be self funded at least you should assume that it will be self funded because mm-hmm. getting the vc investment is outside our circle of influence so mm-hmm. that is another mistake lot of uh, startup founders do they assume that they will somehow get the funding in 6 months and they get started mm-hmm. i would say like have at least one year worth of Uh, runway so have like funds for at least one year worth of runway so self funded mm-hmm. first year and depending upon how the business turns up in those uh, 12 months if you believe like this is going to be loss making for some time and requires lot of cash to scale up uh, mm-hmm. for uh, vc funding or mm-hmm. if you believe like this is going to be a, a profitable business and it's okay to scale a bit slowly because nobody is um, uh, very close to you in terms of competition then uh, probably it's easier to go for uh, um, continue to do self funding or fund from the uh, profit that you make 
mm-hmm. would probably recommend against uh, taking loan uh, because um, uh, you will always be responsible for the loan mm-hmm. and, and uh, i think at least when you start uh, small amounts are okay but something beyond your means i would recommend against going for loans i think loans should come when your company has enough cash inflow uh, which uh, with which you can be confident that mm-hmm. you will not be uh, uh, you will not be liable for the loan if something wrong happens with your company right that's uh, that's uh, true and i'll support your view on this so uh, sujayat uh, there are two options smart work and hard work which do you believe in smart work or hard work yeah, I, i believe in smart work uh, so more than smart work or hard work i think we have to be a uh, lot more resourceful so i mm-hmm. think uh, it's all about uh, each day is going to be different some day you will have a very big blocker and you might feel like uh, there is no way to come out of this so what we need is the ability to keep coming every day keep turning up every day despite the kind of uh, issues that you have and mm-hmm. be resourceful in finding the solutions to that and mostly like some solutions will require hard work some solutions will require smart work but mm-hmm. what's more important is uh, uh, the output right in terms of like uh, are you able to find the solutions or not so i would say that uh, smart work and being resourceful is lot more important than mm-hmm. just plain hard work great so uh, people mostly go for uh, like when starting up they usually stumble upon few problems so one of them is getting businesses and another one of them is hiring so what do you think should founder should prioritize hiring or getting the business i mean like uh, again uh, uh, first you need an initial team so i don't think you can do anything alone mm-hmm. so let's say a team of 5 6 people so mm-hmm. you should uh, you should that should be the first priority putting together a superstar team Mm-hmm. a team of avengers if i might say who can uh, take who can come through this journey with you and this initial five members are going to uh, set the culture for you so it's very mm-hmm. important that we hire the right people uh, initially mm-hmm. uh, right people don't mean like who come with like uh, 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 gold edged resumes uh, they need not be like from iits they need not be from uh, great companies these are people who Uh, are passionate and who you believe that uh, you have a good my uh, good culture fit right so i think that is more important so getting the right people post that i think uh, hiring post that should be like the company should deserve that in other words uh, you have to grow a business to a certain level before you hire more right mm-hmm. uh, i think i think lot of uh, startups make the mistake of uh, over hiring uh, mm-hmm. with, before even the company deserves it so i would say that focus on setting up the initial team then let the company deserve every additional hire that you are going to make and whenever a company deserves that get the best possible hire for the company at that time great so uh, okay nice uh, i'll i'll so you suggested delegating the tasks more and getting a superstar team uh, in place first before getting the businesses yes yes nice okay so uh, what do you think is the potential of the startup ecosystem which we have observed in the last 2 3 years uh, which has taken its peak in india right now what do you think is the potential for this in the coming years i think uh, the entire landscape has transformed 
mm-hmm. from the time uh, probably i would say like uh, flipkart kickstarted that and uh, mm-hmm. now we have so many uh, successful startups and uh, l- a lot of people coming from those startups uh, starting their own companies now i think the, the ecosystem is uh, very healthy mm-hmm. and a uh, lot of people have so many inspirations so many role models uh, mm-hmm. so many stories that they can follow to uh, create their own companies and their own startups and their own stories so mm-hmm. um, so i think i think i think it's it's in a very good shape people are very very confident uh funding is there a uh, lot of investor ecosystem has been set up very nicely mm-hmm. infrastructure is there a uh, lot of uh, saas companies lot of uh, delivery companies whatever you need the ecosystem is there unlike uh, before so mm-hmm. support ecosystem is there uh, the families understand uh, they are more lot more supportive about uh, joining a startup or doing your own startup than before after seeing mm-hmm. the success story of how the startups have turned out Mm-hmm. So, so I see that uh, lately, like we have seen, uh, all the big problems have been start have been solved by startups. Whether mm-hmm. uh, uh, the food delivery solved by Swiggy and Zomato, whether it's education solved by Byju's or uh, hospitality solved by Oyo, we are seeing that uh, startups are kind of redefining the games, and I think uh, that's here to stay and. Uh, it will be a lot more pronounced in the coming years great so uh, do you think uh, india is ready for the next big thing which people call also call it as blockchain uh, so i think i think it's kind of uh, yes and no right so one is uh, because uh, when we say blockchain um, i don't think uh, people have figured out the right problem to solve there it's not just about the solution mm-hmm. uh, you can't just be like another back office creating blockchain solutions for uh, some other startups in uh, us or uk so mm-hmm. you need to uh, create your own solution and i think the problem today is not just in india anywhere in the world uh, people haven't figured out uh, what's the what's the real problem that they are going to solve using blockchain Mm-hmm. the risk of failure is very very high because mm-hmm. multiple standards are being uh, proposed and multiple crypto coins have emerged and um, there's only going to be like uh, one or few winners so mm-hmm. a lot of failures are going to be there i don't think indian ecosystem is ready to take that kind of a failure rate um, mm-hmm. compared to like uh, other problems that they are currently looking to solve so i would mm-hmm. say that uh, uh, probably like uh it's a bit early in terms of the blockchain uh, mm-hmm. that uh, so it kind of depends a lot on how um, other financial institutions are going to look up the mm-hmm. the bitcoin and at least the other uh, uh, cryptocurrencies uh, and how they are going to be favorable about that but i think uh, there are huge problems to be solved like remittances like uh, uh, securitization like lot of problems are there but mm-hmm. nobody people haven't figured out how to go about solving that and i think mm-hmm. so it's too early for india india might probably wait for a couple of inspirations uh, before it starts on its own correct correct uh, so what do you think which can't be replicated about your business easily about unique so i think primarily uh, the kind of operational efficiency we have created 
mm-hmm. we are probably one of the very very few profitable e-commerce companies in india so mm-hmm. we have figured out this equation uh, of how to make profit out of every order and that requires a lot of operational efficiency in from the from the uh, manufacturing to the delivery to the customer that has been a very big mode for us mm-hmm. second uh, our understanding of the customer and our uh, and on the demand side tech that we have created to make sure uh, mm-hmm. the right product to the right user that uh, that also is uh, very hard to uh, replicate and mm-hmm. third over the time our brand has also built and uh, even if someone uh, can get to our kind of operational efficiency and get to our kind of uh, demand side personalization people mm-hmm. might prefer our brand which has been built over the last 6 years and that will also serve as one of our other modes Mhm. No, I can assure you that because uh, see I was earlier using few of the if you few of your competitors apps uh, like Myntra, Jabong and everything. And then when I started uh, when I stumbled upon Vunik, someone suggested me in my office that this is a new app called Vunik. They take your body measurements and everything and then they suggest you products. So mm-hmm. I can uh, guarantee you that this was a very uh, game changer product when it when it came into the market and it still is and it's still giving the brand uh, in place with its new venture Mr Vunik Yeah yeah thanks thanks so I think uh, uh, it's still early for us but we feel like we have figured out the equation and uh, now it's a matter of us to scale it further Yeah yeah it's a long way to go and I'll yeah. wish you yeah. all the luck in this Yeah yeah thanks thanks Yeah. So, uh, so Jayat recently government introduced allowed 100% FDI in e-commerce marketplace a few years back, right? Yeah. Now they have prohibited FDI in inventory-based e-commerce. What are your opinions on that? Yeah, mm-hmm. I I think uh, see, uh, ideally, like we would prefer if FDI is allowed in inventory-based business, mm-hmm. but uh, but. Uh, i do understand the thought mm-hmm. process behind why government has uh, prohibited uh, fdi inventory business mm-hmm. but once prohibited i would uh, uh, expect and recommend all the companies to follow the law in both letter and spirit i think a mm-hmm. uh, lot of big marketplaces have been flouting these rules by um, handling inventory through roundabout ways mm-hmm. and i think uh, it's uh, good that government has stepped in and they have stopped all those uh, leakages mm-hmm. uh, and i'm sure like companies will keep finding creative ways which uh, government has to keep fighting to block um, mm-hmm. but overall yes while i uh, while i would uh, prefer having fdi everywhere in all the, all kinds of businesses uh, given that this is the law of the land uh, the recent uh, uh, the recent changes are uh, uh, the recent uh, notification is very important because it at least makes sure that tells people that uh, the law has to be followed in uh, both letter and spirit and it is not uh, uh, okay to flout the law right so i think i think i think i uh, am at least happy that uh, things have been made more clearer uh, mm-hmm. with the with the recent notification so uh, they also introduced uh, a concept called no more deep discounts so do you think that has affected e-commerce uh, really really badly no again mostly like uh, 
well mostly the discounts are provided by the sellers and uh, mm-hmm. even in case of like bigger marketplaces uh, they had their own uh, favorite sellers who were who have been like uh, giving these discounts so mm-hmm. while there might be a small lull in that i don't expect just because of this notification discounts will go away true okay moving on are yeah. there any tools or books that have really helped you yeah definitely the hard thing about hard things i think that's one of my favorite book i uh, reread it uh, multiple times and uh, i always mm-hmm. go back to the specific chapters whenever i face such a situation mm-hmm. in my life uh, another favorite book is uh, shoe dog uh, which is the story about the nike founder uh, phil knight so that again like gives a lot of inspiration in terms of like you at least know that every company which is very big today was all was as vulnerable as you uh, at your stage so mm-hmm. i think i think that that serves as a very big uh, inspiration and uh, i do uh, listen to a lot of uh, podcasts nowadays um, mm-hmm. uh, around uh, startups uh, around uh, uh, blockchain around uh, mm-hmm. uh, technology so i think that's another good thing that has happened recently where you get to know a lot of information uh, through this podcast and that is also serving up as a good knowledge base right so any your favorite podcast which you would recommend uh, yeah i do like uh, as i said uh, the blockchain i do uh, a few podcasts and uh, uh, and uh, outside that like uh, one uh, by reed hoffman masters of scale that is something mm-hmm. I, i like a lot i like the tim ferris show mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and uh, a16z uh, the anderson horowitz podcast that's also something very good and mm-hmm. uh, the crypto side unchained unconfirmed and off the chain those are some of the podcasts which are good great so listeners i have uh, also mentioned all the tools books and podcast mentioned by sujayat in the description box to have a look uh, So just moving on to the rapid fire questions let's just move on to some unserious type of questions uh, we sure. have had yeah. enough yes. one app which is an absolute must in your phone uh one app absolute must in my phone uh gmail okay <laughs> gmail your favorite holiday destination uh kurg kurg okay a startup apart from yours you wished had come in your mind in the first place uh, swiggy swiggy wow three things you want the budding entrepreneurs to not be following uh, uh don't follow uh, the idea of burning money and getting big so mm-hmm. that is never sustainable mm-hmm. uh, two uh, don't uh, think that uh, all the big startups had a rosy life like every startup goes through uh, what they call as messy middle before they mm-hmm. become big so don't give up and three uh, never ever doubt yourself don't listen to the no- naysayers uh, mm-hmm. just uh, keep following your conviction great so uh, are you the sales guy or the tech guy uh, i'm 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 mostly a business guy my co-founder handles the tech but i do have a tech background so i do sometimes get involved in tech as well great so what is your best tip for someone struggling to take their idea forward what's the best idea 
best tip for someone struggling to take their idea forward so just just go ahead and launch it i think uh, you will learn only when the rubber meets the road mhm right right so do you believe in the lean startup model again yes and no uh, i think there are a lot of good concepts from there but mm-hmm. uh, you will fail if your mvp is uh, very thin and it's mm-hmm. very inadequate so mm-hmm. we we call it as we should have minimum saleable product instead of minimum viable product something which still excites the customer something which is still magical uh, in its first mm-hmm. iteration rather than just going with whatever is minimally viable but other than that uh, having a lean team having lean processes having uh, uh, Um, uh, having a customer validation phase all of those concepts are uh, pretty good uh, from the lean startup movement great wow this is this is a very great idea to have a minimum saleable product instead of minimum viable product and i, I would recommend my listeners to follow that if you're start uh, going for a startup so uh, so jayat what are some good and bad examples uh, of your topic of expertise uh my topic of expertise meaning like startups uh yes startups e-commerce yeah i think uh, good uh, we have seen like lot of vertical commerce companies which have uh, come out uh, and which have become profitable and uh, are also scaling like mm. we have nike we have lenskart we have first cry so i think uh, these vertical e-commerce companies have proven that Uh, it it need not be like uh, losing money crazily to become big it's possible to run a sustainable business and still make it big so that's a good example bad mm-hmm. example we have seen lot of e-commerce companies thinking that somehow if they become big uh, mm-hmm. uh, even if they have a negative economics it will somehow work out mm-hmm. however good you are for example jabong had probably like even better customer experience than uh, mintra still at the end of the day uh, they couldn't make it Uh, because their economics was not good so there are e-commerce there is at least in india there is a graveyard of so many great companies which provided great customer experience but mm-hmm. still uh, died because they couldn't have sustainable economics right true true i would agree one last question sujayat yes uh, most of the people are today in the startup domain are jumping into ai and machine learning uh, even when they have no idea of it how it works what are your uh, suggestions and opinions on this see my opinion on machine learning ai is very similar to what i said about blockchain mm-hmm. these are without doubt uh, game changing technologies mm-hmm. i think mostly like uh, a decade from now mm-hmm. every startup every company every technology every process will have mm-hmm. some part of ai ml some part of blockchain into it so mm-hmm. it, so it it doesn't make sense for it to start with the technology and say like i'm going to develop something on ai ml uh, probably mm-hmm. like you still take a problem which could be better solved using ai ml and go after solving the problem uh, rather than just uh, uh, sticking to the technology because when you start solving the problem maybe you will figure out you don't need ai ml maybe it's mm-hmm. easier to solve using something else so uh, so starting with the technology and working backwards uh, will probably not help you start from mm-hmm. the problem start from the customer work backwards from the customer that will help you a lot more right true so are you easily reachable sujayat for your customers 
Yes, yes. So anybody can email me at uh, sujayat.vonik.com and I'm always accessible. Yeah. Great. Thank you so much, Sujayat. If you like this episode, do leave us your comments and suggestions on ashana.jha.in at gmail.com. I have mentioned all the details mentioned by Sujayat in the description box. So please do have a look over there. Thank you, Sujayat, for being an awesome guest. We wish you more success. Thanks, Ashna. Thanks for having me. Thanks, guys, for listening to me. Thank you. Listeners, don't forget to share this episode with your family and friends. I'll see you at the next episode. Till then, keep hustling and keep giving 100% to yourself. Bye, Sujayat. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.